Shalom to all. Today's daf is Shabbos of Kuf Zayin. We're starting at the top of the Gemara. Today's shear is sponsored Le'ilu Nishmas Rebel Yo Baruch Ben Rav Moshe. His neshama should have an aliyah. The Gemara says, Amr Rabbi Abba, Amr Rabbi Barashi, Amr Rav. If a bird flies in into the folds of his garment, meaning gets entangled there by itself, Yoshiv Mishamar Shetachshach, he's allowed to sit and guard until nighttime. He doesn't have to let it go free. Masav Nachum Bar Yitzchak, he asks a question. It says in our Mishnah, If someone sat by the door and there was a deer inside the house and he filled up the doorway, Uba Sheni, and then the second guy comes along, Yashiv Batsida, and sat next to him, and even though the first fellow got up and walked away, and left, Harishain Chayev, the first one's Chayev, Asheni Pater. And now here's the question. My love, don't we say Pater Avla Asr? He might be Pater, but it's still Asr for him to do so, and it's the same thing. This bird flew into his garment. He's not Chayev for trapping it, but it's Asr to keep it in its trap state. He should have to let it go. The Gemara says, Loi, Pater Mutter. It's Pater and Mutter for him to remain by the door where the deer is trapped behind. And Hachanai Mistabra, it actually makes sense. Mingtani, safe for the safe of the Mishnah says, Lamaza Daima. To what is this comparable? Lunoyal is based someone that locks his house, Lashaimrei, to guard it. And it turns out after the fact that there happened to have been a deer inside. That implies that it's Patrun Mutter. You're allowed to lock the door of your house if there's a deer inside if the door was already closed. We see that it's Patr and Mutter. Therefore, in the case of the bird that flew into his garment and got trapped there by itself, he's allowed to keep it trapped until Matzah Shabbos. Some say the way that the conversation went was We actually learned this in our Mishnah. Even though the first person got up and walked away from the door, Potter. The first one's Chayav, the second one is Potter. Mile of Potter, Mutter doesn't mean that he's Potter and it's Mutter for him to remain there. The Gemara says, Loi, Potter Avel Asr. That's Potter Avel Asr. The second guy should really get up and walk away. But now the Gemara responds, Hamigtani Seifa. It says in the Seifa, the Mishnah, Halamaz Adaim, what is this comparable to? Lenel is based on the Shemrei. If someone locks his house to guard it, turns out there's a deer which is guarded inside, that implies that it's Pater and Mutter to do so. We see from here that this is a case where it's Pater and Mutter. And Omer Shmuel, anytime we say the word Pater on Shabbos, it's Pater, it's Pater, but it's Usher to do. Levar Mehani Tlas, except for these three things, the Pater Mutter, that not only is the fellow Pater, but it's also Mutter for him to do it. Lichat Chila. Chada one is Chad one we just mentioned, where if a person is sitting by a door and there is a deer behind it, it is Mutter for him to remain there, even though the first person walked away. And Umayyad the Pater Mutter, again, how do we know that it's Pater Mutter? Diktani Seifa, the Seifa the Mishnah said, Lamazadaima, what's this comparable to? Lenayla's Beisay, Lishaymrai, someone that locks his house to guard it. Vinim Tzvisham Brusaychai, it turns out there's a deer inside. Vidach, what's another case? Hamapis. Someone that lances a boil on Shabbos. That means he takes a very sharp implement. He pokes this boil in order to do something to it on Shabbos. So in Lasser's Lapet, if he's trying to make an opening for this boil, Chayv, he's going to be Chayv. He's trying to let out the pus. He wants air to be let in. That's considered a Tikkun, some sort of refuah. He's fixing it up. Therefore, it's going to be Usser and he's Chayv. If he's just trying to get out all the pus that's inside, Pater, so he's Pater, and Umayyad Pater, Mutter. How do we know that this is a case of Pater and Mutter? The Mishnah says, Machat Yad, a hand needle. This is just to differentiate between other types of needles, which we'll talk about at a different time in the Gemara. Lito Basa Kites, a person may take this needle in order to take out a thorn, which is stuck inside of him, or some sort of splinter, and that's Pater and Mutter, because he's simply trying to remove this thorn or splinter that's paining him, and the Chachamim were not geyser in this case, since it's causing him a lot of pain. We say it's completely Mutter to do so. V'idach, and the third case is 
someone that traps a snake on Shabbos, if he's getting involved with it, just so that it shouldn't bite him, so then he's putter. If he's doing so for healing purposes, meaning he wants to trap the snake to take out its venom and use it for, you know, his medical practice, then he would be mutter. How do we know that it's mutter to trap a snake on Shabbos if he wants to prevent it from biting him? We have a Mishnah. Someone may overturn a bowl onto a lamp so that it shouldn't catch fire to the beam that's above it. He may overturn something onto a feces of a child. And he may overturn this bowl onto a scorpion so they shouldn't sting him. He's doing this to prevent the scorpion from stinging him. And even though the scorpion is being trapped, we see that it's mutter lechatchila to do so. So these are the three cases where potter means mutter and not potter aval aser. Mazel tov for finishing yet another parak. Hajan alacha erig. We should be zeichel to finish all of Masech Shabbos and obviously all of Shas together. And now for a brand new parak. We start this parak with a discussion of shratzim. The definition of sheretz in common vernacular is creepy crawly things. These are usually reptiles, rodents, lizards, and all sorts of insects that either slither along without legs or have very short legs. Shratzim are not animals and therefore are not subject to toma as animals are. Therefore, a dead sheretz will not necessarily be tame. The Torah delineates eight shratzim, though, whose carcasses are tame. These are found in the Pasuk that says, V'zelochem ha-tame ba-sheretz, ha-sheretz al-aretz. What are these? Ha-choyled v'ha-achbar v'ha-tzav l'minehu, ha-anaka, v'kayach v'alotah v'achaymet v'atin shames. These are tame and no other shratzim are. Now, as usual, there's debate amongst the Mepharshim as to what these are. Most agree that rats, mice, and different types of lizards are included in these. Others even suggest that toads, ferrets, and weasels are also included. But we're going to call them the Shemayna Shratzim, the Eish Shratzim. So the parak starts off, Shemayna Shratzim, Murem Batayra, the Eish Shratzim that are mentioned in the Torah, Hatzadon, Vachayv Bahen, someone that traps them or causes a bruise in them, Chayv, he's going to be Chayv. Hushash Katzim, Ramasim, any other types of creepy crawlies, Rashi calls these worms or snakes or scorpions, Hachayv Bahen, Potter, someone that bruises them is going to be Potter, Vatzadon, Letzarech, someone that traps them for their own personal benefit, Chayv, he's going to be Chayv, Shaloy Letzarech, but if he traps them not for his personal benefit, Potter, he's going to be Potter. Why? Because these other things are Shaloy Biminan Nitzayid. Their species is usually not trapped, and therefore, a person will be Potter for trapping them. Chayv, Aif Shebrish if a person has a wild animal or bird in his own Rishos, meaning he owns it, Hatzadon, Potter, some of the traps is going to be Potter because they're already considered trapped. Vachayv, Bahen, Chayv. However, someone that is Chayv, Bahen, causing them a bruise is going to be Chayv. Now Rashi explains that the reason why someone is going to be chayv for chayvul an animal is going to depend whether or not the species has a thick skin or a hide or it's called in the Gemara or. Now when a person makes a chavala, a bruise, this is indicative of the blood underneath the skin becoming displaced from its original source, thereby being a toilada of sheichet. However, other shratzim only have a thin skin or membrane on their body and when one bruises them, it just returns to its original color shortly thereafter. That's similar to when one receives a slap so the skin becomes red but then goes back to its original color. So these shmaina Shratzim, they're going to be chayv for giving them a chavala because they have this or this thick skin. And the Gemara says right away, from the fact that our Mishnah says that if you're chayv on them, you're chayv, so that implies that they have or this hide or this thick skin. Mantana, who's a ton of our Mishnah then? Amr Shmuel Rabbi Yechemenuri, it's Rabbi Yechemenuri. Didn't we have a Mishnah? Rabbi Yechemenuri, he says, they have skins. Rabbar of Hunam, Rav, he says in the name of Rav, our Mishnah could even be the Rabbanon. I can't believe the Rabbanon laid Rabbi Yechemenuri. The Rabbanon only argued Rabbi Yechemenuri. El Inyan Toma, only in regards to the Toma of the skin of Shratzim. The Chesavit says in the Pasuk, Eil Hatmeim Lachem, and this is said after four of the Shratzim. L'Rabais Sham Kibisarim. This includes that their skin is going to be just like their flesh, the same way that their flesh is going to be Matame the size of an Adasha, so too their skin is going to be Matame the size of an Adasha. And that's where they argue with Rabbi Yechab Menuri. Avalin Shabbos, but in regards to Shabbos, Afil Rabban 
Maidu, even the Rabbanon are going to agree that in regards to Shabbos, if you're chayvul in them, you give them a bruise, so then you're going to be chayv for all of the eight shratzim. The Gemara says, hold on one second. Ulein Shabbos pligi. They don't argue in regards to Shabbos. Fatan, we have a different brisa. Hatzad echad mishmeid shratzim mur b'tayra. Someone that traps one of the eight shratzim spoken about in the Torah, hachayvul b'hen, and someone that bruises them, chayv is going to be chayv. Divir Rabbi Yechem Benuri. These are the words of Rabbi Yechem Benuri. Rabbi Chama and Rabbi say, Ein or Ella kovzayinam abeiz on the top lemashamanu chachamim. The only shratzim that are considered to having or is something that the chachamim delineated in Maseches Chulin. And now the Gemara just pauses for a second and says, Hold on one second. Ad Rabba lemashamanu chachamim ain't lehem or the ones that chachamim delineated in Maseches Chulin are not considered having or. So how can we say that they are considered to have or? So Rabbi Rabbi Abai explains and says, No, no, hachikamar ain't or chalak mi baser. There's no difference between the or in the Basar, El Lamashalem and Chamim, except for the ones that Chamim did not count in Mesachas Chulin. But either which way, we have a question. It seems to be not like Rav. It seems to be that they argue even in regards to Shabbos because they just said a blanket disagreement with Rabbi Yechim and Nuri that some have R and some don't have R, not differentiating between Shabbos and Toma. Amalei Rav, Rav tells Abaye, how could you explain the Brisa to say, The Brisa specifically says to that which the Chamim did delineate, not Shaloi Manu Chachamim. And now Rava uses this to his advantage to support Rav's opinion. El Amar Rava, Rava says, Hachikamar, this is really what the Brass is saying. Ain R Metamik that the R is not Metamik Basar, Ella Lemashamanu Chachamim, except what the Chachamim counted. And therefore, we see that the Brass is talking about only Toma and not in regards to Shabbos. We have a support for Rav's opinion. The Gemara says, Hold on a second. Mechlad, Rabbi Yechem Manuri, Hanachnami Deloiman Chacham Metamin. That implies that Rabbi Yechem Manuri, who argue with the Chachamim in this Brisa, say that even the things that the Chachamim did not count are going to become Tameh. Vakhtani, Rabbi Yechem ben the Brisa explicitly says in the name of Rabbi Yechem Ben-Nuri, Ches Shratzim, Yesh Lehem Oires, Metamin. They have R and they're not going to be Metameh. So how could Rava understand the Brisa to say that Rabbi Yechem Ben-Nuri is arguing with Chachamim, implying that he would be Metameh all these species? It's the exact opposite. Amar Vada Bar so we have a different way of understanding this Brisa. Tar Tzachi, let's reinterpret it to say, Vachacham Aimrim, the Chachamim say, Lainin Toma, in regards to Toma, at the end of the day, we see that there is no machlaikas between Rabbi Yechim and Chamim in regards to Shabbos and only in regards to Toma. But the Gemara continues asking, The Chamim don't argue in regards to Shabbos? But then you have a b'raiso. Someone that traps one of the shratzim that were spoken about in the Torah, and causes a bruise in them, he's going to be chayv. This is regarding the shratzim that have or. What is a chabura that's not going to revert back to its original state? This is the chabura that we're speaking about Nitzar Hadam, this is if the blood pools, even though it didn't actually leave the skin, it's simply pooling underneath the surface of the skin, it's considered a Chabura. Rabbi Yechem Benuri Aymer, he says, they have R. So we see that there's a machlaikis between the Chachamim and Rabbi Yechem Benuri. So Amr Ravashi Ravashi says, Man Tanakama, who's the Tanakama of this Brasser? Rabbi Hudit, Rabbi Hudit, Azalbasar Gishta, he goes after the Gishta, which is the thickness of the Sharetz's skin. That's how to determine whether or not it conveys Tumah. So he argues with the Chachamim in their four things that they hold are different type of Toma than the other four Shratzim, he says that one of them is different. He says that the Lata'a is like the Chaylid. The Lata'a is in the list that the Chamim say transmit Toma, and he says that no, it's like the Chaylid, which is the one that doesn't transmit Toma because of the thickness of his skin. So we see it, the Brassic could be like Rabbi Hu, then it doesn't have to be like the Rabban Ravashi answers. 
And Tinan, how do we know this? Rabbi Huda Aimer, Rabbi Huda says, Halita kechulda. Vilata is like a chdechayled. Avarabanan, depligaled Rabbi Yechanan. They might argue on Rabbi Yechanan, Lain Yitoma, but Lain Yin Shabbos. They agree with him in regards to Shabbos. The Gemara says, hold one second. Yahachi, if so, hi, Divir Rabbi Yechanan The Brasa had told us, Divir Rabbi Yechanan These are the words of Rabbi Yechanan and we were using that as a support that they argue with the Chachamim even in regards to Shabbos, but if we're saying that they would agree to him in regards to Shabbos, so then it should say, These are the words of Rabbi Yechem and those that argue with him, meaning they might argue in regards to Toma, but they agree in regards to Shabbos. So the Brisa should have been reworded. So the Gemara says, you're right. Tani, let's learn the Brisa. This is the words of Rabbi Yechem and the ones that argue with him. Again, they might argue with him in regards to Toma, but not in regards to Shabbos. Now the Gemara says, Levi Levi asked Rabbi, how do we know the definition of a chabura is something that's not going to revert back to its original state? That's what we had mentioned in this most recent brisa. So it says in the pasuk, can the dark-skinned person change over his skin? The nomer chabar and the leopard his chabar And now we say my chabar What are chabar burais? Elam, if you want to say the kai rikmi rikmi, it's talking about the colored patches on the leopard's skin, otherwise known as his spots. So hi the nomer chabar Instead of saying the chabarburais of a namer, it should have said, namer givan of me bayalei, the namer, his colors, he can't change his colors. Why are we using this funny word, chabarburais of? So we say, elikakushi, really the whole pasuk is in reference to a dark-skinned person. Ma oiri dekushi enichazeris, just like the skin of a kushi can't be changed from its dark color, afchabura enichazeris, so too a chabura can't go back to its original state. How do we read this pasuk now? We read it. Hayapach kushi oiri, can a dark-skinned person change over his skin? Vinamer, and to restore Chabarbu Raisov, his Chaburais, instead of the word Vinamer, meaning a leopard, we would read it as Vinamer, meaning to restore. You can't restore a Chabura. It must be that a Chabura is something that doesn't revert back to its original state. We had said in the Meshnu Shashkatim, if someone is Chayvul, one of the other Shkatim, such as worms, snakes, and scorpions, Rashi had said, so then he's not going to be Chayv. The Gemara makes a deacon says, Ahar gone Chayv, but then implies that if he kills them, he's going to be Chayv. Man Tano, who's that Tano? I'm Rabbi Yemir, Rabbi Lezer, he hits Rabbi Lezer. The Tano Rabbi Lezer, I'm he says, if someone kills a louse on Shabbos, it's like he kills a camel. The same way everyone knows you're not allowed to kill a camel, so too even something so small like a louse, you're going to be chayv. And included in that is all other types of shkatim. Mask of Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef asks, Rabbanon only argue with Rabbi Lezer only in regards to a louse, because it doesn't reproduce normally like all other creatures. It spontaneously generates according to the Chachamim. Even though we know this nowadays not to be true, the Mepharshim do delve into why the Chachamim thought this, but all other creepy crawlies, they reproduce normally, the Chachamim would not argue and they would say, you are chai for killing them on Shabbos. Both of them learned this from Elim, which were the rams that were shechted for their skins to be used in the Mishkan. Rebbe Lazar Savar, he holds Elim is just like the Elim, Ma Elim just like these rams. There's a, it's usher to kill them, so to anything that it's usher to kill, just like Elim, Ma Elim depon Ravim, just like the Elim, they reproduce normally, I've called the Parvarava, so to anything else that reproduces normally, you're going to be high for killing on Shabbos, but not lice, because they don't reproduce normally. Now the Gemara says, Ramalei Abai, Abai said to him, Vikine and Parvarava, lice don't reproduce normally, but Amar Mar, Mar said, Yosh v'kosh baruchu, ha'kosh baruchu sits v'zan, and he gives sustenance to everything in the world, mikarni re'emim, from the horns of the re'emim, va'ad beitza kinim, all the way until the eggs of the kinim. So we see that kinim do lay eggs, which means they do reproduce normally. We say, no, mino hu, there's a species, de mikri, that's called beitza kinim, eggs of kinim, but it's just a species of louse. It's not actually 
talking about the eggs of lice. And we say, hold on a second, Vatan, you have a different price that says tefuye ubeitze kinim. So seemingly, lice do have eggs. So again, we answer minuhu demiki kinim. It's a species called beitze kinim, but it doesn't actually mean that lice have eggs. The Gemara says, hold on a second. Very parish, the parvarava, fleas, they do reproduce normally. Vatan, you have a bride, hatsod parish, bishabe, some of the traps up. Fully on Shabbos, Rabbi Lezer Mechaiv, Rabbi Lezer says he's Chaiv, Rabbi Yeshua Paiter, and Rabbi Yeshua says he's Pater. And right now we're equating trapping and killing. And we say if a person is not allowed to trap something, that means he's Chaiv for killing it. And if a person's not Chaiv for trapping, that means he's not Chaiv for killing it. So we see that something that reproduces normally, a person would not be Chaiv for killing it. Amravashi Vashi says, Say the Ariga Karamis, you're asking a question from trapping onto killing, your Havamina was off. Ah, can I put Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Yeshua? They only argue El Demar Savar, Rabbi Lezer holds Davar She'in Bemina Nitzayd. Even though this is a species which is not usually caught for any constructive purpose, chayv, you're still going to be chayv for trapping it, and that's why you're chayv for trapping a flea on Shabbos. Umar Savar, Pater, you're going to be Pater. Avola Indian Hariga, but in regards to killing it, I feel Rabbi Shua Maida, Rabbi Shua would agree. Since it reproduces normally, so then you are chayv for killing it on Shabbos. Mishnah said, if someone that captures one of these animals is going to be chayv, only if it's for his own personal use, but if he doesn't have personal benefit from it, so then he's going to be putter. The Gemara says, Man tano, who's that tano? I'm Rav A person's putter for doing a melacha if he's trapping it just because he doesn't like it or for some other reason, so he's not actually having a personal benefit from it. That's melacha shein because at the end of the day, he's still trapping it, so he's going to be putter. But Ikad Aha, some say that this memra from Rav Yehuda Amarav was said on the following, Hamapas Morse B'Shabbos, someone that lances a boil on Shabbos, Imlasus Lapef, he tries to make an opening for the boil, Chayv, he's going to be Chayv. Imlohaitzi Menelecha, if he's trying to get out the pus from it, Pater, he's going to be Pater. Mantana, who's that Tana? Am Rav Yehuda Amarav, that's Rav Shemin, Da'am Ram Lachashin, Srichil Gufa, Pater, Aleh, he's going to be Pater on it. And some say that this memra of Rav Yehuda Amarav was said, Aha, on the following, Hatzan Nachib B'Shabbos, someone that captures a snake on Shabbos, Imasasik B'Shalei Shechenu, if he's just trying to prevent it from biting him, Pater, he's going to be Pater. But if he wants to trap it for a fool, he wants to use it for medicinal purposes, Chayv, then he's going to be Chayv. Man Tanu, who's that Tanu? I'm Rav Yehuda, I'm Rav, Rav Shimon, he's Rav Shimon. Damar, Malach Hashem, Nitzrichel Gufa, Pater, Aleh, he's going to be Pater. Amar Shmuel, Shmuel says, Hashel Dagman Ayam, someone who removes a fish from the sea. We're not talking about trapping. He already trapped on an Arab Shabbos and was sitting in its net in the sea on Shabbos, and then he just takes it out. Since enough of the fish dried out, the size of a sella, Chayv is going to be Chayv for killing it. Even if he throws it back into the ocean, it might be flopping around. Nonetheless, he's still Chayv for killing it because once that amount dried out, it's going to die. That's only if it's in between his fins. Ravashi says, It doesn't even have to completely dry out. Even if it's producing some sort of slime, meaning it dried out enough that the surface is slimy, and when you touch your finger to it and you pull it away, some sort of like viscous, sticky stuff sticks to your finger, Rashi says, then that's already considered drying out enough and a person would be high for killing the fish. Someone put his hand into the inside of an animal and dislocated the embryo that was inside of it. He's going to be high. My time, oh why? Amarava Rava says, Barham Duri Yazbali, Barham Duri explained to me, Lava Amar of Sheshis, is this not where Sheshis told us? Hi, Mandatolish Kashusa, Mihizmi Vihigi. This person that detached hops from brambles and bristles. Hops are the aromatic herb like thing that's put in beer to make it taste like beer and give it its aroma and flavor. And they grow on Hizmi Vihigi some sort of thorny bush of some sort. So Machayev Mishum Eiker, and he detached them from where they were growing, which was on this Hizmi Vihigi on some sort of thorny bush. So Machayev Mishum Eiker Dav Migdula, he's going to be Chayev 
for uprooting something from the place where it is growing. Even though it's not growing directly in the ground, it's not getting its sustenance from the ground, since he's detaching it from the place where it does get its sustenance, so then he's going to be chayv. Hachanami, so too, when a person dislocated this animal with inside its mother's stomach, he's chayv for uprooting it from the place where it gets its sustenance because he caused this animal to miscarry. Amr Abayi, Abayi says something similar. A person that detached fungus or mushrooms from the handle of a pitcher, he's going to be chayv for, again, uprooting something from the place where it grows. Masa Rav Ishaya, he asks, if someone detaches something from a perforated flower pot, he's going to be chayv for detaching something from the ground because it's getting its sustenance from the ground. But if it doesn't have a perforation, in a potter, he's potter. But why? He should be chayv for aikar davar migiduloi. The Gemara answers, over there, in the case of growing something in non-perforated flower pot, that's not the normal way to grow it. So therefore, he's not going to be chayv for detaching it from its place of sustenance. That's only for something that is grown in its normal way. But Hacha Hainarubisei, over here, the mushroom on the pitcher is considered the normal place for it to grow, and therefore the person would be chayev for Iker Dover Megidulai by detaching it on Shabbos. Everyone should have a wonderful day.